0: Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Bridge the Gap Connecting Business Perspectives with your hosts, myself, Colton Cockrell, and Tricia Stetzel. Our goal is to bridge the generational gender and life experience gap in business through our unique styles of gathering information from our guests. Now let's get it started.
1: Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Bridge the Gap. My name is Trisha Stetzel, owner of Results Extreme Business Solutions. And as always, my beautiful assistant, no, I'm kidding. My awesome friend and partner, Colton Cockrell, is here with me today.
0: You know, Trisha, I'm going to be honest. I don't think I've ever been called beautiful before. So thank you for the the compliment, I guess. Uh, Yeah, so everyone, my name is Colton Cockrell. I am a certified financial fiduciary an independent financial advisor with Cher McKinley Group. And we have a great show in store today because we're going to learn all about HVAC, which is heating, ventilation, air conditioning, which I'm really excited about because that's probably one of the most expensive things that you have to replace in your home if it ever comes down to that. So why not be more educated um, on it? So to... To help us with that today, we have Steve and Stephanie with 32 degree below. And let me tell you a little bit about them. So, um, I've known Stephanie for really for about I'd say what three six months now, and Steve as well. Uh, And they've Steve's been doing this for a long time. And Stephanie, he's he said, hey, I need a face for my business, and so Stephanie came along to to help out with that. No, but really, he is a he has a Type A environmental license, so he is like the top of the top when it comes to taking care of um, HVAC. issues in the house so he knows what he's talking about he's an expert in this field um and just fun fact he's also a gym rat so good to know so you'll have this big old strong burly man coming in your house taking care of your (laughs) ventilation all right so now without further ado let me introduce steve and stephanie hello hello
2: hey guys hi it's good to be with you today yeah we're
1: super excited for you to be here so colton while you were away getting water I was talking with Stephanie. So I said, Hey, Stephanie, I'm going to ask you the first question. And she said, okay, that'd be great. So Stephanie, the reason why I wanted to do this, we've actually not had two people on the show at the same time, Colton. I think this is a first for us. So how awesome is that? Number one, and you two are here representing the same business, but Stephanie, you are the one that is out doing all the hard work, not the labor, but all the hard work, right? So tell us what your role is in 32 degrees below.
2: I have so many hats to wear. <laughs> I am a 50% owner in the company, but sometimes it feels like a hundred. But um, Steve does have the class A environmental cooling license, but I basically do everything else. And by that, I mean the marketing, the bookkeeping, the taxes, the, the all of our, anything that has to do with a piece of paper and a pen, uh, that's me. Procuring new clients, all of it.
0: As Steve has his nice little grin on his face, like,
3: "Wow, all right, I'm chopped liver." (laughs) (laughs) She does so much. Uh, The the office work is is so much, and and it's greatly appreciated. Um, Well.
0: Steve, you're a good man. I, I, think, I think she's kind of like grabbing you, forcing you to say that. I'm just kidding, Stephanie. <laughs> yes. That's good. But hey, let, That's let's, let's talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> well, so let's talk about So the reason why we have you on today is because you all offer something that I, th- that I thought was pretty interesting. So I want you to come on. And again, um, we're going to talk about a few things, but primarily I want to talk about uh, really the concept of a tune-up. So first things first, when should people have their AC or really their their system checked out? When would you recommend that?
3: So you want to have your system, let me say this, this is so important. Your air conditioner is like a car. If you don't change the oil in your car, you're going to have problems. You're going to mess up your engine. Same thing with the air conditioner. There are so many things that that, uh, we can check and clean done properly to keep you from having problems and to keep it running efficiently. Uh, So to answer your question, in the spring, you want your AC tune-up. Usually, you know, March is gonna be the beginning and and it depends on the weather. So March, April, May, and and depending on how many customers we have, you know, it could go on all summer long um, uh, doing the maintenance tune-ups, but Usually, when the temperature starts getting around seventy degrees, that gives us a good opportunity to check your refrigerant levels and make sure everything's good. Flush those condenser coils out. Your drain lines, your drain lines are extremely important, um, and and they need to be vacuumed out from under on newer homes. Vacuumed out from under the sink. Um, so uh, that's on the AC check, and, and there's plenty of things. There's plenty of parts that we can check, capacitors, contactors, to make sure. You don't have a problem uh, going through the summer, okay? And then when you get to the fall, usually uh, September is still warm, so October, November, even December. You know, we just don't use the furnaces as much. Uh, Sometimes like this one, it really hasn't been that cold. You you may not even use your furnace. So usually October, November, uh, December for your heater check very important, you want to have that heater checked before you turn it on, okay? Um, because you want to check for gas leaks, you want to check for no cracks, holes in the heaters. Basically, you've got a controlled fire in your attic. You want to make sure that there is no problems before you turn that on.
0: You know, I like the idea, um, really the, the example you gave of your vehicle and it having an oil change, um, you know, cause I, I didn't really put it together, but you know, after trade-in, You know, the cost of a new AC unit is probably about the same price of a new car. I mean, if it's a used car that you're trading in. So really, if that's how much that asset costs, why not take the time, spend, you know, the $100, $200, whatever it is, to tune it up and make sure that that oil is changed and that everything is working properly. Now, I want to say something else here because this was miserable. So after Hurricane Harvey, right, my house flooded. And then after we finally ripped all the sheetrock out, after we did everything, (laughs) (laughs) The up the pan upstairs overflowed because it got clogged and it went down and just the whole bottom floor again it was it was soaked we had to do it again. And then a few weeks later, the freaking water filter on my um, refrigerator went out as well, cracked all over the way to do it to the entire first floor again. It was miserable. Anyway, so the one thing that I take away that probably people don't think about that is unbelievably important is having those drains cleaned because <laughs> I've firsthand seen what it can do to your house. Um, so that's, that's
3: great. Well, and let me say this, cleaning that drain line in the spring is one of the most important things you can do to prevent that. I've seen whole ceilings. Uh, the size of a whole living room fall down because of water. The customer has gone away on vacation. And, and when I do a tune-up, if you do not have an inline float switch, you better bet I'm going to recommend it. It's cheap insurance. And what a float switch is, is if your drain line does back up with water, which they will. Uh, let me give you a quick thing. Uh, your drain line in the heat of summer can produce 10 to 15 gallons of water on a normal system. A day. Okay, that's a lot of water. In, in on a high, high efficient system, you could produce 20 to 25 gallons of uh, moisture from the drain line during the day. So if you don't have a, a float switch is a device that is installed in your main drain line, and if water it was to back up, it will shut off the outdoor unit. Depending on how you wired in, you could shut off the whole system, could shut off the outdoor unit. But the thing is, it shuts your system down and keeps water from flooding your ceiling, okay? So if the outdoor unit is not running, it can't produce water. And so uh, it will, if you don't have an inline float switch, you definitely need one. Inline
0: float switch.
1: Yeah, and I'd like to make a point here. So I'm a Texas girl. I grew up in Dallas, but I grew up in a one-story house and we did not, did not have an AC unit in our attic. And then I moved to a lot of different places. And before we moved down here, we were living in Seattle where we didn't even have central air. So here's my point. If you're not from here and you moved here and you're very surprised that your AC unit isn't the, the attic of your house, uh, guess what? That's the way it is here. And PS, if you don't know somebody like Steve and 32 degree below, you need to find somebody because this stuff is important. You know, you've got your, your biggest asset underneath something that could could give you what what did you say 20 to 25 gallons of water in a day
3: a high efficient backed up yeah a high efficient system
1: crazy yes so if you're not from here you you need to make sure that you get on this regular maintenance schedule because we've had all of the above happen our pan rusted out it rusted down the side of the house it fled, i mean the whole nine yards and we just didn't know any better we had no idea Uh, so Uh, definitely get educated uh, and have a good AC person.
0: I love how we both have experienced issues with our AC, (laughs) Tricia. So Stephanie, Stephanie, let me ask you this. Um, so, you know, Steve's going in and he's fixing the problems. He's doing all these, this maintenance during the tune-ups, but what are some tips and tricks that homeowners can do themselves, um, that can really help, um, and really increase the life of the unit and also allow it to function better?
2: Well, the first thing is to get on <clears throat> a maintenance plan with a an HVAC company that you trust, because this puts the expert more in control of your system and they can um, they learn your system, they make notes, <clears throat> they um, keep up with things that might be coming or uh, things that might be in an emergency and they can avert that and the high cost. The other thing is of course, to change the filter every single month. I mean, I think everybody knows that uh, it's so important because it keeps the air inside the machine clean and free of particles and dust. And if you don't do that and you allow the dirt to get inside then you're gonna have a breakdown.
0: So did you say change your filter every month?
2: Yes, I did.
0: Oh, my gosh. I, I am you don't way do
2: behind. do <laughs> no, I don't. Okay. It's
0: like may, maybe once a quarter, but most likely once every six months.
2: Are you serious?
3: Well, now, let, let me say this. There <laughs> is some filters that are installed in the attic that are designed for six months to a year. That's a That's a box filter. But if you have a filter in your return grill, those are... Every month, uh, they say 90 days uh, on the package, but they're made in Minnesota and Canada up there. They can get away with it down in here in Texas. there just no way you, you you will have problems. So so there is different applications, different filters. But if uh, if it's not in the attic, uh, like a Honeywell box filter or something like that, then then it goes in your return grill. You want to change that every month. Sorry, what, what's that word you're saying return what return grill and
0: so what where, is that
3: where you're um, usually right around your thermostat you'll have a grill that's oh yes there, and that's where your filter goes in okay so if you have <clears throat> excuse me have a filter that goes in that spot uh, you want to change that every month regardless of what the package says oh man yes now if you have one up in the attic uh, installed on the system, like I say, that's a six month to uh, one year filter. And and if you don't have one of those, maybe something you want to consider because uh, they're it,
2: superior it, to the, yes. the monthly filters. Yes. They're uh, a little more expensive to have, and you must have it installed. After.
3: A little more expensive to install.
2: A little more expensive, yeah, to install because they're superior in the way they clean the air that is moving around inside the machine. So, but, you know, that's a personal preference.
1: Yeah, thank you for sharing that, Stephanie. So, Steve, it, does the quality of the filter matter?
3: Yes. So, um, you know, you've got different MERV filters um, and you've got different types of filters, okay? So the filters that are... Uh, you've got fiberglass filters, which are the thin ones you can see through. Okay. I don't recommend those. Okay. You want to have as much airflow through the system as you can get. And a fiberglass filter will allow that, but here's what it does. That dust goes right through that filter and it goes right on your evaporator coals, right on your blower motor, right on your blower wheel and causes problems. Mm -hmm. So, uh, a what I recommend if you're using a filter um, that goes in the return grill, right around your usually right around your thermostat or somewhere, I recommend a, a thin pleated filter. Uh, Honey, uh, Home Depot sells one called Big Blue. Uh, I think it's Big Blue filters. They're very thin pleated filter, and so they do a lot better job of filtering. Because if you let that dust and dirt, the filter is there to protect your system. It's there to protect your system and your dust. Um, that, is the, that is the purpose of a filter, okay? And so, um, yes, yeah, so there is different MERVs and everything, but you, you really don't want too thick of a filter, okay? And, and, and this all boils down to something else. You've got to have enough return air. If you don't have enough return air, 90% of the homes I go to, they don't have enough. And if you don't have enough return air, that filter is going to make a difference. Um, And especially with these new systems, it's very harmful and can harm the system, cause high bills if you don't have enough return. So that's a whole other thing there. Uh, So
0: going back to the car analogy, right? You want to make sure you have your oil changed every every six months, like you would with the car. But you also want to make sure that your car's filter is also changed out correct you want to make sure that the air is bleep. yep. so that's that's a great great uh, job now let me, this will kind of be the last question before trisha gives you the totally off the wall you were not expecting a question okay so here here's my question i know that we've talked in the past about you know uh, you know air filter air filter and everything you need but for the people who are just hey i want to make sure that i have the best air i want to make sure that that I, no germs come into my house can you explain the concept of, um, oh gosh, the, oh, what is it called? The Remy, Remy uh,
2: halo.
3: Remy halo. Yes. Boy, I, I could talk all day about that. Both of us could. We have okay. one in our home. two minutes. Okay. We have one in our home. Uh, the Remy halo led kills bacteria, allergens, mold spores, viruses, and it has been proved to kill 99.9% of the coronavirus. Okay. So this is in your home and and it makes a cleaner air in your home. If you have allergies, you will notice, you will immediately notice once it's installed the benefits of the Remy Halo. We did it ourselves in our home um, this spring, that the allergies were so, this spring or last spring, the allergies are so bad, had a headache for two months. We both went into the attic and installed it, came back down this after I'd had a headache for two months. Came back down. When I came back down out of the stairs, I'm like, thinking to myself, my headache's gone. I went and did something for about 20 minutes. Stephanie was doing something else. After about 20 minutes, I'm like, man, I feel incredible. I feel great. I'm like, there's no way that Remy Halo did this in that short period of time. So I went to Stephanie. I go, I don't want to jump the gun, but I feel better. She's like, I do too. I said, when did you feel better? She said, as soon as we came down out of the stairs. I said,
2: I didn't want to say anything because I thought I was imagining it. But, you know, so if you, there's 26% of the population is susceptible to mold, very susceptible. means it takes them down physically, mentally. Um, It kills all the mold in the air. If you have allergies, if you have pets, it even gets rid of odor. It it has so many awards. Uh, It's award-winning indoor air quality apparatus. It's also portable. You can take it with you when you move.
0: So let me let me just make sure that, that our audience understands. So basically, this is a unit that goes into the ventil- the ventilation, right? And there's it's an ultraviolet light that's that is
2: good. that's
3: part of it. Yeah.
0: Okay. So can you explain what makes it so great? Because uh, I'd I'd love for everyone to know.
3: Yeah, it it's uh, so it's an air purifier that produces hydroxy ions that are are dispersed through the house that scrubs the air. Okay and so what it does, it also, it uh, makes the dust clump together, okay, and so it's easier to trap that dust, the allergens, and what have you. When it clumps together, it's easier to filter. Um, uh, there was one of those, like, going back to making it portable, it does have to be installed by an AC, licensed AC technician for warranties and everything, but we can install it, and if you move you know, we can take it out and, and you can transport it to your new home, home and, and have it installed. And you'll want
2: to. It'll be on your list. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, what's funny, Steve, I was I was I did not think you're going to give me the scientific <laughs> <laughs> hydraulic. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, hey, we've had a ton of fun talking about AC, but I know Trisha's dying to ask her off the wall questions. So, Trisha, I, without further ado, I
1: am. you know, it's really cool. I, I have to say this about having two people on the show at the same time. Uh, What our listeners don't know is they're in the same Zoom window. And as you guys were talking, you were looking at each other in awe, which I think is really cool. You're like, really? Wow. Yeah. So it was very, very amusing. You guys have been great guests. So here's the question. It comes to both of you. If you could spend 14 days anywhere in the world, where would you go and why? Maui. (laughs)
3: double ditto right now i was
1: hoping that was not going to be a breakup question
3: (laughs) (laughs) maui right now in february the whales are incredible it's incredible they're right off the beach imagine sitting in galveston on the beach and within 50 50 to 100 yards the whales are are spout yeah they're so close
2: you can hear their voices when they spout their air, you
3: actually
0: hear their that's voice. That's awesome.
2: Yeah, it is. And that is, just, is very if, cool. If I'm being
0: yeah. honest, for, for a split second, I thought you were talking about like a water well. I'm like, the wells, I'm never, Maui, I didn't know they were known for the <laughs> wells, and I caught it very quickly. Yes.
2: <laughs> that's because you've been snowboarding.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, probably that's, part of it.
2: Kind of got it all twisted. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but hey let me ask you all this um and again you don't you don't have to tell me if you don't want to but what generation are you a part of are you um baby boomer probably not gen x or millennial what what category do you put yourself in gen x gen x isn't that uh, next after well, baby
2: boomer boomer yeah are we gen X? I think we are
0: <laughs> <laughs> so this is probably the better question oh,
2: wait. what's the next one <laughs> millennium
0: the, gen, yeah gen x is probably <laughs> where you stand but
2: I'm a Who you most
0: identif- Do you most identify with I'm a millennium? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Stephanie. <laughs> I changed my answer. I'm a millennium. What's the one after that?
0: <laughs> oh, no. No. So let me ask you this. this. This is probably the better fitting question. What generation do you most identify with? Baby boomer, Gen Xers, millennials, before millennials?
1: Like, Stephanie's like, z Jenners.
2: No <laughs> so flake. You've already offended me like 10 times. <laughs> Um, 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 80, I think 80s I'm,
3: all the way for me.
2: I'm a um I'm I'm an 80s guy. I,
3: I like my generation. I think I, I um
2: identify with that.
0: Man, everyone, if you're not a Gen Xer, then you want to be a Gen Xer. Apparently that's like the trend of this show. So Oh really? <laughs> yes. That Trisha, would. do you have any uh Always. any 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 closing? Questions or I, thoughts? You know,
1: I just want to thank uh, Steve and Stephanie for being here with us today. This was a ton of fun. Thank you for being our first two some on the show. Uh, it was a lot of fun having you.
2: Well, thank you thank so you. much. Yes. It was a lot of fun. Thanks for the opportunity.
0: Absolutely. And this concludes this week's episode. Wait, Colton, hold on. Oh, what? We
1: have to what? ask them for their contact
0: information. Oh, what, if do you, what if I don't, what if I tell you, what you if I don't want to, what if I don't want to give it? I mean,
2: I, maybe I
0: didn't want everyone to know about it. Okay, let's do that because that actually is very important. So Steve and Stephanie, why don't you tell us um, how people get in touch with you? And again, this is audio. So make sure that you tell us, uh, again, spell it out. So your name, the company you're with, and then email, phone number,
3: all that good stuff. So I'll, I'll just say we, we are 32 Below Incorporated Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, our number is 832-888-3428 the rest our email
2: our email is um you can reach us best by writing me at stephanie that's with a ph and an ie at the numbers 32 and then the word below inc.com so stephanie at 32 below and we are also on facebook twitter instagram and yelp that's great. Co- yeah,
1: I'll collect all of your social um, social media marks, and I'll make sure that they go into the, the show notes for the show okay. so people can point and click.
0: Okay. Awesome. And, it, and if you really want to get big and strong, make sure you follow Steve and he'll teach you his workout tricks because <laughs> yeah. he's in the gym all the time. Anyway, Trisha, am I good to close the show now? Did I, did you I, can, hit all the- I
1: give you permission, <laughs> my beautiful friends to close the show.
0: Well, thank you, my handsome co-partner. Yeah, okay. So thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. We will see you next time on Bridge the Gap, where we're connecting business perspectives. Thank you. Thank you again for tuning into this week's episode of Bridge the Gap, connecting business perspectives. If there's a certain professional or profession that you want to hear from, leave a comment in this week's Facebook post. Please subscribe and share this podcast. Colton Cocker with Share McKinley Group LLC is located at 820 South Friendswood Drive, Suite Two, Zero Seven Friendswood, Texas, seven seven five four six. Phone number two eight one nine nine two five six nine eight. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group Inc., member FINRA/SIPC. Share McKinley Group is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group Inc.